Welcome to the Feathered Desert, a podcast all about desert bird feeding in the southwestern region of the United States. Welcome to the Feathered Desert again, everyone. This is Kirsten and Cheryl coming at you from the back room of WBU Mesa. <laughs> Which is where we record everything. Yes, it's getting a little warm in here. It is a little warm in here today. Um, So we're going to talk about more summer reading for our bird lovers. We did a previous podcast that focused mainly on ID guides, because those are super important. But we have some really great summer reading. So our previous episode was summer reading for birders. And then, just like I said, we highlighted our field guides for helping identify our wild birds. And we highlighted our children's book for our beginner birders. But today we want to discuss some of the other books that we have in our gift corner. And these books are great reads about bird natural history, bird feeding, butterfly gardening, and more. And Cheryl's going to start us off. So yes, let's start start off with three books from the nat- about the natural history of birds. Now, before you shut this podcast off thinking, "Ugh, natural history books are boring." Well, not about birds. Stick with us. The books that we have st- stocked on our shelves are not only informative but fun to read. We promise. It's what's it like to be a bird? From flying to nesting, eating to singing. What birds are doing and why? By David Allen. Sibley. Now that has me chomping at the bit yeah. to read this book. This is this one is a bit self-explanatory from the title, and it is from one of the premier bird field guide writers. This book is a user-friendly as a reference book for all information about birds, from their origins to feathers to behavior. It is also great and easy to read from cover to cover. It's got beautiful photographs. It really does. Illustrations. Well, illustrations, yeah. You start off with the things that all birds have in common and move into individual groups such as loons, kinglets, and hummingbirds. With beautiful illustrations, like I just mentioned, and fun facts, you can go, cannot go wrong with this as an entertaining summer read. It's a great coffee, what is that, coffee, coffee table book. Coffee table book, yes. yeah, it's nice. Yes. And then the hummingbird book, I love this book, by John uh, Shuway. Everyone loves a hummingbird. But did you know that they have the largest hearts relative to their size in the animal kingdom? Do you know why their feathers are so colorful? Did you know they have fringed tongues? This book discusses all of these amazing facts and more. It'll make you like Einstein of hummingbirds. Yeah. With beautiful close-up photography and fascinating information, you'll learn so much about hummingbirds from this book that it'll feel like fun. And there is also an ID guide section that will help you identify hummingbirds of the United States with amazing photos of all the birds discussed. And my favorite right now, a pocket guide to pigeon watching, getting to know the world's most misunderstood bird by Rosemary Musco. I think it's Moscow, but I don't know for sure. Moscow. This quickly became one of our most favorite books in the store and we can't stop recommending it. Now we know how many of you feel about pigeons, but did you know that pigeons mate for life? That pigeons are helping scientists reveal the secrets of genetics? And that pigeons are one of the best navigators on the planet? Makes you think twice, doesn't it? Yep. This book takes you on a 
humorous ride through the history of the pigeon. And we start off the journey with when they started living with us and how much we loved them in the beginning and move on to when they became so hated and end learning how to peacefully live with them today. This book will change the way you think about pigeons. It's definitely worth the read. It is. It's, oh. it's, it's a fun ride. It really is. So Kirsten has our next books. Yes, the next, uh, the next books on our list will focus on specific topics. So the first one is The Joy of Bird Feeding, The Essential Guide to Attracting and Feeding Our Backyard Birds by Jim Carpenter. This book is actually all about the modern way of bird feeding that follows the needs of wild birds throughout the seasons. So those of you who might have started bird feeding all those years ago in the 70s, you just put out one type of seed all year round. This one um, explains how we've modernized that because different birds have different nutritional needs throughout the year. And this book goes into the details for those requirements. It's a great book that discusses all the different seeds on the market and whether they are eaten by birds and their nutritional value. Multiple types of feeders can also be found in almost every hardware store, pet store, and grocery store. And sometimes your mind is blown. What should I use? What's the best thing to use? This book talks about the pros and cons of each style so you can make an educated decision. There's even a section on how to deal with visitors of feeders that you might not want, such as squirrels and raccoons, depending on where you're living. And it does talk a little bit about pigeons as well. Um, this is actually the foundation of the knowledge that we actually have here at uh, the WBU Mesa store. And most WBU stores will carry it, and it's a really great way to, to brush up on the modern way of um, uh, bird feeding and help you understand it better. So one, the second one is feathers. This is a beautiful look at a bird's most unique feature by Stan Tequila. Once again, it's T-E-K-I-E-L-A. I'm assuming it's spelled tequila, pronounced that way, but I don't know. This is actually an honorable mention book for the National Outdoor Book Award. It takes you on a photographic journey through the fascinating topic of feathers. You'll learn about the different types of feathers that are found on a bird and what they do for the bird. Pigmentation in feathers comes from several different sources, and this book discusses all of those. It walks you through them using easy-to-understand facts and beautiful photography. After reading this book, you will be a feather expert. And it, oh, the, the photography, photography is just beautiful yeah. in this book. Really, really lovely. Uh, the third book is actually Bird Nests, Amazingly Unique and Intricate. This is also by Stan Tequila. So not all birds make nests, but those that do have unique ways of doing so specific to their species. Once again, through unbelievable photography, this author takes us on an expedition through the world of bird nests. Birds use more than just twigs to create nests. Some use mud, spit, and spider webs to create a safe haven for their chicks. Some make open cup nests, while others weave enclosed pockets, while others use flat spaces with few rocks. This book will amaze you with the intricate details of bird nest making. It is definitely one to look at, even if you have like someone who is interested in architecture. This talks about how birds build their own architecture, which is very cool. All right, All right, back My to Cheryl. <clears throat> Next, we're taking a wider view of nature with a few books about the broader world around us. So the first one is Birding Journal Through the Seasons by Vanessa Sorensen. This is a great journal for birders to jot down when and where they see new birds. There is a space to sketch and write notes. It also has tips and hints on where to find birds and fun facts about our feathered friends. The second book 
that um, I am going to talk about is the Curious Nature Guide. Explore the Natural Wonders All Around You by Claire Walker Leslie. This is a very artistic book for nature lovers. It's full of great tips and inspiration for connecting with nature. It has a scrapbook feel to it on the inside with lots of visual images. And this one is great for a person who sees beauty in everything. I actually have this book. I take it camping. Yeah, it's a nice yeah, one. It, but you could. it's not just for camping and being outdoors. You can do it for your neighborhood. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we have Bringing Nature Home. How Can You Sustain Wildlife with Native Plants by Douglas W. Ptolemy. This is like my guide to gardening. Yeah. We all know that our wild areas are disappearing and that this is one of the main reasons we are losing our songbirds. And Ptolemy's book delivers hope for the future through small, easy steps that we can establish in our own yards. This book helps you understand the importance of native plants versus plants imported from other countries. It helps you lay out a basic plan to transform your yard into a haven for wildlife and yourself. The appendix of this book re recommends native plants by region, including the Southwest region where we live. All of the information provided in this book is supported by Ptolemy's years of research in entomology and wildlife ecology at the University of Delaware. He's, he's a great guy. He's a great speaker. If anyone has the opportunity to hear him speak, I would. I would certainly go. I have had the pleasure of, of actually seeing him in person when I lived in Maryland. And he's just very down to earth and he is so happy to answer any kind of questions that you have. And I mean, his whole basis is planting native plants is what's going to save our planet. Yeah. And he's done the work. Yes. So don't think that he's just, you know, studied and come out with a, a to-do book. Yeah. He's actually done the work. Work. He's taken a piece of property that he purchased with his wife, and he has transformed it from not productive to productive in the way of um, insects, pollinators, and birds. Yep. Oh, and the next, the last book that I have is Nature's Best Hope, A New Approach to Conservation that starts in your yard. I love both these books. I've read both these books yes. by Douglas W. Ptolemy. This is another wonderful book full of hope for our planet. The author truly believes you have the ability to help save our planet, our animals, and ourselves. But we first need to understand why we view native plants the way we do. And he weaves a story that begins with our founding fathers and ends with inspiration for us to transform our backyards and public spaces into our own native preserves, nature preserves, excuse me. And I followed his steps with both those books and I'm, I'm on that path. Oh yeah. By giving native plants the respect they deserve and a place in our yards, we can revitalize our planet. So true. Yes. So, Kirsten? All right. So, one of the things that Douglas Ptolemy talks about in his books is how important caterpillars are to the web of life. We all know how important they are to our backyard birds, so we have a few books to help you identify them and to build the perfect habitat for them. So, the first one is The Life Cycle of Butterflies, From Egg to Maturity, A Visual Guide to 23 Common Garden Butterflies by Judy Burris and Wayne Richards. This is one of my absolute favorite it is. butterfly books. It goes crazy over this book. I do. I just love it. This is a Teacher's Choice Award-winning book, which is also another reason right there yeah. to get it. 
This is, as I just said, one of my very favorite butterfly books because it shows you what each stage of the butterfly looks like from the egg to the caterpillar to the chrysalis to the adult butterfly. A lot of people forget about the caterpillar being in the middle there. The photographs <laughs> are close up, they're clear, and they're in full color. So there's no mistaking what you're looking at, which gives you a solid foundation for identification. One of the best attributes of this book is that with each butterfly, it also gives you their preferred host plant, which is what you plant when you want the caterpillar on it. Do not forget that. Host plants are eaten by caterpillars. We plant them intentionally for them to be eaten. And they also tell you the favored nectar plant of that particular butterfly. So you can plant both of them and that attracts these beauties to your yard. All right, one of my other favorite ones is Gardening for Butterflies, How You Can Attract and Protect Beautiful Beneficial Insects. This is by the Xerces Society, and the Xerces Society is the Autobahn Society for Insects, so they do know what they're talking about. This book makes it easy to plant a butterfly garden that will support butterflies year-round. It has great pictures and lists of plants by U.S. region so that you can make sure that you're picking the proper plant for your area. It also highlights host plants. Once again, you plant them intentionally for caterpillars mm -hmm. to eat that you plant specifically to attract the egg-laying females and then nectar plants to attract the hungry males. So then you can watch the entire life cycle happen right in your backyard it's one i like both of those a lot the first one is certainly my favorite because the pictures are amazing and so many times you don't understand what you're looking at when it comes to an egg and a caterpillar and that book just gives you all of the perfect pictures for it and really helps you to understand what you're doing when you're doing butterfly mm -hmm. planting yeah because people just think oh they're gonna have a butterfly garden and they just want butterflies right the pretty end but they don't, they don't get that in order to get the butterfly, you got to have the caterpillar. Right, because butterflies just don't appear out of nowhere. Yeah. And they go through a process. They go through an amazing full metamorphosis, which is not a lot in the world, that complete metamorphosis. There's not a lot of things that do that. And so the caterpillar is super, super important if you want to get the butterfly. Yep. So the last segment is on books that we do not carry in the store, but we highly recommend picking up at your local library, bookstore, or through an e-reader. Some of these books we've chosen in the past as our book club books. And the first one is Welcome to Suburbia, Sharing Our Neighborhoods with Wrens, Robins, Woodpeckers, and Other Wildlife by John M. Marsloff. This was our first book club pick in 2021, and we have a video discussion of it on our Facebook page. It is a wonderful, easy, wonderful, easy to read book about how the birds have adapted to our suburban neighborhoods. Based on years of research by John Marsloff, a pre professor of wildlife biology at the University of Washington, the facts presented in this book are wholly supported by scientific evidence. It's a hopeful book about songbird adaption and how we can continue to help our backyard birds and improve their chance of survival in the future. The second one is The Gift of the Crows. How, I love this book. How Perception, Emotion, and Thought Allow Smart Birds to Behave Like Humans by John Marsloff and Tony Angel. This is a deep dive into the mind-boggling lives of crows, and it will boggle your mind, actually, it will. <laughs> how smart they are. Crows can solve intricate puzzles, create tools to retrieve food, and can learn by watching other crows perform a task. They give gifts and mourn their dead. 
This book will blow your mind and show you how much we don't know about these amazing birds. It also shows you how similar crows are to us and how much crows know about us that oh, we don't yeah. really know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the bird way. A new look at how birds talk, work, play, parent, and think by Jennifer Ackerman. This was a book I did read because I read most of the book club books. This is our first book in our 2022 book club, and there is also a video discussion up on our Facebook page. If you're looking for fun, fast, fun, fast read about the incredible things birds can do, look no further. This is the book for you. Did you know that birds use fire to hunt? Did you know that birds can speak more than one bird language? Did you know that some birds spend a significant part of their day playing? The author details all of these questions and most expertly. It is a great way to spend a hot summer day. Mm. And our last book reading recommendation, A World on the Wing, The Global Odyssey of Migratory Birds by Scott, okay, Kirsten. Widensall. Widensall. For those of you who liked to globe hop, check out this book on bird migration. Follow some of the longest migration paths of any animal on the planet and learn how these birds make these unbelievable trips with up to a up-to-date scientific information and down-to-earth discussion the author makes this a thoroughly enjoyable read i'm gonna have to get this book because i've not read it yeah it's good i've actually read um the first one i recommended this one um because it's more up-to-date i read the first one that he wrote on uh, migration which is really really good and scott winesall is not a scientist this is just a backyard birder who did lots of work um, volunteering with different um, scientists and everything and decided, you know, this is wicked cool. Why aren't we writing a book about this? And I actually got to see him speak in public as well when I lived in Maryland. And um, really down-to-earth guy, super great, um, is very into citizen scientist stuff. Um, and all of his books, if you find anything by Scott Widensall, they're great reads. And they're easy. It takes a lot of the science and makes it very um, easy for your average person to read. Um, because sometimes that science stuff, you're just like, oh, my God, this is too much. It's hurting my brain. But yeah. he makes well, it very... To, excuse me, even trying to say the words for me. It's like, right. Oh sometimes God. you're like, ah. <laughs> but he makes it very um, easy for your average birder, um, not someone who does a lot of science stuff. But really a great one. And it's it's... This boggles your mind, too, because to find out that there's some birds that travel literally from one pole to the next pole in a year. I mean, every year of their lives they're doing this. It's just crazy. So in closing, I hope that we have given you guys something to look forward to on hot summer days. And uh, a little bit of information that's fun and educational, but... Well, it's still fun, and it mm-hmm. leads you to your uh, better understanding of your backyard birds. 